passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Last week on the Poison Rana Patreon, we talked all about the Von Erich family in our first ever episode of Poison Profile. And I'd say, yeah, the, the Freebirds taking on the Von Erichs with Dad stepping in there is just like, well, stepping in with Mike, right? It's Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike Smith. Fritz and uh, Kevin, because Carrie is going to be in the main event for the title. It's just like, wow, this is insane. And it's such a, a feeling. Again, the crowd like screaming and losing it. A cage match says it's around 32,000. You hear in different promos, 40,000, 50,000. 50, it's wrestling. There are 200,000 people here at Texas Stadium for this, but it's wild. Get this show plus NXT retro reviews, wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more over at patreon.com slash poison Rana. And it's only five bucks. So what are you waiting for? Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. We are live on the Post Wrestling YouTube. Why are you laughing? Yes, youtube.com slash post wrestling. I just, I'm worried already about this feed. This feed today? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it's kind of it's it's kind of the end of the world out. Uh, not because it's like a blizzard or anything here in in the six. It's just so cold that like everything is freezing. Nothing's working. Yeah, if things didn't work before, they definitely aren't going to be working uh, now. But yeah, wow. So yeah, uh, I, I've got the little like Wi-Fi symbol on Streamyard right now. Uh, I I feel like maybe it's not going to be the best. But, no. Uh, let us know in the the Wi-Fi is even frozen. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Can you hear us at least? Is the feed coming through nicely <laughs> sound-wise? There's uh, nothing we can do. Every time we try to do the, these things, it always happens. Yeah. 
It's just like, damn, we'll just give up one day. <laughs> Is that what you want? Is that what you want, world? Uh, uh, well, we're here. It's a Tuesday night, whether you can hear us or not. If you can't, uh, join us live because of this choppy feed. At least maybe you're listening to the podcast version. Maybe it's Wednesday morning or afternoon, Thursday. Who knows? But welcome. Hello. We're going to chat about some NXT today. It's up next. It's Tuesday night. We're recording this live. We tend to go live or... Uh, I try to go live every Tuesday night after NXT. So hit that subscribe for post wrestling. Check us out on postwrestling.com. And uh, yeah, uh, it's like I said, it's a cold one uh, out there lately. So wherever you may be, maybe you're really cold listening to this in your car as it warms yeah. up. Maybe you're on a beach somewhere. Screw you. But, you know, also well played. Uh, wherever you are, stay warm. Stay warm. Yeah. Stay it is hydrated. A- yeah, that too. Uh, it is very, very cold where we are. So I know maybe it's it's because the fact that I'm I'm watching the news and I'm seeing Vegas is getting snow before we were. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Well, AEW last week in Daly's place, like I mean, that's warmer than here, but it looked pretty cold there as yeah. well. Yeah, like Taz on commentary being like, "Can someone bring me like, like a jacket, a, a coffee?" In that, like, yeah, maybe it'll wake you up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about these stadiums for the football games? Oh, Buffalo! Oh my god, They're crazy! They How is like, Taylor uh, Swift going to come for volunteers to like shovel? Did you see stuff. the people buying beers? The second they open their beer, it just shoots up and freezes, <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? So yeah, imagine that's what what would happen if they brought WrestleMania to Toronto. It'd just be freezing. Well, like Philly in April, like it's not going to be snowing, but it's yeah. it's not going to be warm. Yeah, it's not like it's going to be like a. A nice summery springtime no. thing. No, no. it's going to be kind of cold. So maybe there'll be snow for WrestleMania. But yeah, seeing these videos of these these football games has been like, damn, okay. There's snow in the audience, in the crowd. People are like sitting on igloo type. Yeah, I, I would. No way. At, at that point, like, sorry. Yeah. I'd have to like, I, but I don't care enough about football. I'd have to really care about something to... Again, if you were at WrestleMania and it was that bad, you would have to, you know, that's a, that's funny because you'd be like, whatever, well, that was the WrestleMania I, I don't, with snow. I don't think you could do wrestling in that, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe one day we'll get wrestling in the snow. Uh, no one's even telling us in the room if they can hear We're just talking to we're a, just talking. A empty, empty void yeah. out in the world. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's cold out. That's basically what we're going to be talking about for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm meant to go on a f- get on a flight in a few hours from now. I don't think it's happening. I think I'm staying here. Yeah, uh, which is okay because demand lucha is happening on Thursday, and right. I'll, I'll get a stick for that. Yes, exactly. Hey, uh, Ali is doing like crazy. Uh, numbers for someone leaving the WWE and now doing wrestling all over the the place, including the New Japan show, throwing the challenge out to Hiromu. But now he's wrestling all over the indies, like your GCWs and your local places. And yeah, he's popping up at Demand Lucha, a spot that we go to and, and rave about uh, in the six. And this is happening on Thursday, the 18th. And it's Cartwheel, Gringo, and Ali in a triple threat match. You know it's going to be insane. So definitely check that out if you're in the Toronto area. And hey, any other Toronto people, if you're not not freezing your buns off and you want to get out, join us for the Royal Rumble watch party at Gabby's King Street West because uh, this is somewhat your your last chance. Because if if you're waiting, oh, maybe I'll get tickets. Maybe I'll just walk in. No, you cannot do that because we will sadly probably be turning some people away at this because we will be full to capacity we are very almost sold out of this thing uh our flyers arrived today we're like we're like we don't even need these even bother going out in the cold to do that 
Uh, we'll we'll say it's cold a few more times in yeah. the show. Uh, but yeah, it's it's selling really quickly. There are no more promo codes or early bird specials or anything now. This is kind of your last chance if you want to come along to the watch party at Gabby's three hundred nine King West on the twenty seventh. Uh, get your tickets today. Yes, uh, get your tickets if you're thinking about it. Come hang out, watch it with some friends as we watch the Royal Rumble. We're definitely excited about it. It's a big one this year. It feels like with Triple H running the show, a lot more fans are, are jumping back on the bandwagon, and now's a great time. And I mean, you'll have football ending with the Super Bowl in a few weeks, and then everyone's focus goes back on to wrestling. So it'll, it'll be a good WrestleMania season. I think they're building it up really well yeah. so far. Um, I caught uh, bits of Raw yesterday, and I like what they're doing, sort of really featuring some good candidates. Like, I can't remember the last time they really built up a lot of people, apart from just, you know, blank promo backstage going, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. This, like, seems really viable. I, like, eat very lots of options seem viable, I mean, and... I love what they've been doing with Drew the last couple of weeks, kind of coming out and having a bit of a promo off with someone. I thought yesterday with Cody, bringing like their history together, uh, all that worked what really the, well. The, the road... The dashing ones. The dashing ones, right, because he was the chosen one. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I really liked that. And uh, I kind of like Becky kind of already just confirming what the mania match is her rear i imagine that is the match yeah that should should be the match i whether she or not she wins the rumble doesn't matter i don't think she'll win the rumble you think it's bailey i think bailey wins the rumble you can always have naya eliminate becky and have kind of naya and becky at chamber or in the chamber to face rear yeah uh, there's there's great options going into this. It's not just like it feels like it's going to be a very star studded. And, and again, the way things have been booked lately, it it definitely seems like a bit more exciting time for yeah. like the main roster, big big pay per view season for WrestleMania. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. We're gonna have the bar booming. We're gonna be giving away prizes. Oh yeah, We're, we got some lucha mass as always. We're gonna do rumble pools because that's the big. You know, I'm not a huge sports guy, therefore I don't necessarily like to like bet and stuff on on like sports because i don't really care about it that much it would make me care about it more when i have but rumble is the one time that like non-wrestling fans are like all right how do i put money down to put on numbers and people go crazy for rumble pools you like you that's just a thing so uh definitely looking forward to stuff like that uh who are some some picks is cm punk just the one to win it like is that just it I mean, it's it's interesting now with uh, Seth's injury. We, I don't think we still know the extent of it yet, do we? I mean, yeah, this is ca- happening after last night, but mm. people reports coming out that yeah, yeah, he, he's getting that looked at. Hopefully, uh, by the time we're recording this, is Tuesday night. Hopefully, this is not something that serious because that would absolutely suck. I mean, there is still time. If it like if it's anything torn like his previous knee injury, yeah, that's going to be months. Hopefully, it's just. You know, something's tweaked. Uh, he doesn't need to be on the Rumble. Like, there's already there's already the world, uh, the Universal title match. Yeah. You've got the Logan Paul Owens match, two Rumbles, something else in there probably. I'm not thinking of maybe a tag match. Yeah. They don't need him to defend the title on that. Have yeah. him rest. Just get him ready. Keep him safe, Philmania. Like, to heal him up. Yeah. But uh, if it's serious, you've got to kind of think of other things. And do you... Uh, I've seen people suggest, you know, like, have the title as the winner of the Rumble or something like that. Or If if he is injured. If he is, yeah. yeah. Hopefully he's not. You could do not. something like that. Or 
yeah, again, There's lots of options. I do think Punk is if Rock isn't in the Rumble. Uh, I think Punk makes a lot of sense. If we're going with Cody Roman, Cody could always go back to back. If Seth is injured, then at least Cody knows he's got something to do for WrestleMania. Punk. Yeah, yeah. And they're having their face to face. Yes, next. which sounds good. Uh, how many AEW references are we getting in there? If any, yeah. when they go face to face next week on Raw, definitely has my attention too. Um, loving the uh, Punk again. Just keeps getting like. In, Whenever something bad happens with Punk, he just gets like a, a, a job, like raise, like yeah. he gets like promotion, right? He's got the Roots of Fight, like thing that came out, which looks pretty awesome. Uh, always wanted to grab some of their Bret Hart stuff, but that looks pretty good. But yeah, the Rumble, I th- I'd say it's either Punk winning, Gunther, uh, Cody, maybe Rock if he is in it. Again, there's a few like things and surprises I'm sure that could happen. It'd be pretty funny if the Rock just comes in and wins it <laughs> at thirty. Yeah, just <laughs> like it would be very WWE. I could see, uh, I could see Brock maybe returning at the Rumble and eliminating Gunther. Right, I think that would be something cool. Set up them for Mania. Yeah, like they they could eliminate each other or something. Like, yeah, Brock being in it and setting up a match with Gunther would be pretty fucking crazy. I think that would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. And then Bailey, I think Bailey or Becky for the women's, but yeah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Bailey. I, I think Bailey for this one. Yeah, because Rhea's got the chamber in in Australia. You know, she's going to be like headlining yeah. that that pay per view, right? And now Punk being added to that too. So, well, that was something I I wanted to mention as well uh, before we got into the NXT review. Is Bronson Reed uh, kind of saying he's calling out a a champion? Um, he's wants to go for gold. I'm wondering if uh, it's he'd maybe go after the NXT title. Okay. You know, like, I don't see him going after one of the world champions, hmm. you know? Uh, or I don't really see him going, maybe against Gunther, but that's heel-heel. So I'm wondering if he'll call out Ilya and maybe have that as a match in Australia. Ilya Bronson Reed? Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be something main roster just because it's been on, like, main roster, but yeah, I don't know. Because I'd imagine he'd have a title match uh, he'd have a match in Australia Gunther right? and Bronson sounds pretty Gunther good and Bronson in Australia yeah that sounds pretty pretty good he's gonna lose at home that's fine yeah. these Aussies they'll just do a shoeies anyways yeah you know they'll, they'll be okay uh, yeah so it's exciting times definitely for uh, Rumble season Wrestlemania season we did a whole show this past week on Sunday over on Poison Rana search Poison Rana in your podcast app to get access and subscribe to all the shows that we do over there Davey and I, we just went live on Sunday and we talked about TNA Hard to Kill, New Japan Battle in the Valley, Osprey Okada, Shingo Moxley, everything else from the weekend. Street fights, um, I'm trying to think of, oh, Jungle Boys, Scapegoats, Beards, yep. Mooses, I'm trying to think of Rhinos, there, I'm tr- what other, there's so many things we talked about. Uh, so listen to Poison Ron if you haven't already, because we usually chat about all the other wrestling in, in the week. And there was a lot this past weekend, so we gave all our thoughts on that, as well as all the other shows over on our feed, including Eagles Don't Hunt Flies, which is Martin Bushby, Dickie Bird, and Brandon from New Jersey presenting a John Moxley mixtape. And once a month, they look at a series of different Moxley slash Ambrose matches and then talk about it so just last week they put out a show uh moxley punk and their kind of history in it was WWE. the dean ambrose yeah years. so their wwe feud so a lot of talk about the shield some stuff from fcw 
Um, and then next month they're going to be talking about John Moxley CM Punk from AEW. Yeah, excellent. I'm surprised actually in AEW they didn't bring up uh, much of their history. It seemed like they didn't like each other. They didn't know. Yeah, in AEW. Yeah, it seemed that. Yeah, but Moxley was right in his promos, considering his promos were oh, like, 100%. "Oh, hey, uh, don't don't get used to him being around here much longer." Yeah. and then he he's kind of right on that. Uh, we have lots of shows on there, including Shot in the Dark, fifteen minutes or less. John Cena, Evil will fill you in on all the other wrestling that you may or may not watch. So check out Cena, filling you in on everything. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Support your small time creators. Davey and I host Poison Rana. The patreon.com slash poison rana five bucks a month to become a friend to get access to all the other podcasts that we do each week every month and we did our first ever poison profile where we chatted about the von eric family the iron claw and the dark side of the ring the curse of the von erics yeah i, I was really happy with this show right? yeah i think it went really well uh, something a bit new for us we went through kind of the entire history of the von erics as best we could in a couple of hours whilst highlighting some some matches if you have seen the film we try and talk about pretty much every actual match you see in that film yeah um and giving our opinions of them as wrestlers obviously going into the tragedies and all that and we've got a bunch of clips from interviews promos matches and stuff like that that we play throughout the show uh, i think it went really well and we've had really good feedback so far yeah appreciate all the feedback from this one and uh, pretty proud of it so check it out a bit of a podcast documentary on the von erickson kind of us going through their whole career and whole history and giving thoughts and uh, kind of cherry picking matches and then we list everything that we chatted about as well so i uh, had a fun time doing that and i'm sure we'll we'll do more of these profile podcasts down the line so check that out and let us know what you think uh, that you get access to you get access to our was next episode covering arrival from 2014 so all the way back from cesaro and Sami Zayn. check out that review we have a review in the can re- releasing tomorrow oh, yeah. at some point John Ceno, W.H. Park, Davey and I reviewing Howard the Duck on a special MCU Later Up Yours. I think people think we're nuts because it's like one day it's like, oh, I, I got to just, you know, go home and watch some old matches and interviews and talk about this family and all these tragic deaths. And then tomorrow I'm watching Howard the Duck. <laughs> Like, sorry, what What do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is It is bizarre. Uh, my girlfriend was questioning me the other day, like, wait, you're watching, like, wrestling from, like, the 80s, and now you're watching a movie that, what is this movie? And I was like, don't worry about it, which I didn't, I never want to watch Howard the Duck again. No. <laughs> but we talk all about it, so you want to hear some laughs. Uh, that is the podcast for you. And, yes, WH Park and Ceno bring the funny stuff and the facts behind Howard the Duck, who recently appeared in Endgame, Guardians of the Galaxy, but technically the first real Marvel movie. Yeah, pretty so much. Never first forget. one in theaters, definitely. Exactly. Never forget Howard the Duck. Hashtag duck titties. So there you go. Lots of podcasts on our Patreon. Only five bucks. Support your boys. And hey, one more plug here. Chop-tees.com. Check out all the stuff that we have. We have merchandise. We got t-shirts. Brandon from New Jersey's heater died so he's really cold so please buy the ambrose mugs please <laughs> buy all the stuff that we have your shot in the dark hats your poison rana shirts and i believe dickie is telling me that uh the the pink trucker hats and the tie-dye po- detox shirts 
sold out so much that they are sold out and they might not be coming back. Getting pulled forever. So get yeah. them now or forever hold your peace. But chop-tees.com and support your Poison Rana family there. Uh, yeah. I think Absolutely. That, yeah. All right. Our uh, heater doesn't even work, but... Our heater is like, you turn it on, it's like, is it on? I don't think so. And then you, you turn it up more and then it's like then all it's of a sudden... Burning. And then something's <laughs> burning. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to die. So, yeah. I yeah. uh, never know, but... No, stay warm out there, like we said. Um, did you see Paul Walter Hauser at the Emmys? I did, yeah. Cutting a promo, mentioning, name-dropping Matt Cardona and Kota Ibushi yeah. in his thing. He's such an interesting guy. It's so funny. He does the whole thing as like a rap, right? Yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, and some really funny lines in it and kind of, you know, talking about his wife who he loves to death and all that kind of stuff. And you see people like really going along with it. And then... Name drops Matt Cardona and Kota Ibushi, and you see in the crowd people like that went over my head. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. know what that was about. Well, who's that guy? <laughs> well done, well done on winning your award. So he's got a match with Matt Cardona. Nice. So I, that's why he's name dropping him too. So wrestling. Re- so revolver. Nick. When's when's Nick facing Paul Walter? Nick now? Nemeth. Yeah. Nick Nemeth is facing Paul Walter. No, he's facing he's Cardona. Facing Cardona, but then he needs to face. Paul Walter House. Yeah, Nick Nemeth showing up at TNA, and now. Um, What's Nick Nemeth doing in the GCW arena? Uh, wherever there's many of them, but yeah, he's gonna. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna be a highlight of WrestleMania weekend for the the indie stuff with Cardona, Janela, yeah. all those regulars. I'm sure that'll be some of the big ones there. But yeah, I thought that was good. Also, shout out some of our favorite shows: The Bear and Succession, both really cleaning up yeah. uh, at the Emmys there. So can't wait for. I mean, Succession's done, but I want more episodes of The Bear to to come out. And I'm assuming that no one from Iron Claw is getting nominated for Oscars. I think they I like, think so. missed it, but yeah. I still thought they did a fantastic yeah, job. Great job. Yeah. You uh, know, uh, John Pollock isn't enjoying Ted Lasso so far. Oh, why not? I don't know. He he watched the first two episodes. And oh, you have to like get over it. the of first. season three. Oh, of season three. Yeah. I actually still haven't finished season haven't finished three. It? Maybe that's because it wasn't that good, I guess. No, I still liked it. But season... It's we- it's definitely weaker, two but good. there's some really good episodes. I thought... Yeah, I thought season two maybe was maybe the best. Yeah. Still, from what I've watched. Uh, I need... I, I, I think I said on Sunday, but I'm going through like a stand-up kick and just like watching all different stuff. And uh, I definitely need recommendations. So uh, hit me up. Because the newest Chappelle one... I feel like he's really just mailing it in now. Right. I was like, you're just trying to get out of your Netflix things or, or what? And same with Pete Davidson dropped one, but it was only like 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I need like a bit more like That's heat. not special. Yeah, I need a bit more heat. Okay, it was like 40 minutes, minutes right. but like, you know, still like, I was like, I need, you know, back in back in my day, these guys would go out there for like fucking way too long yeah. <laughs> and say some shit. Like... Uh, there's still some good stuff, but again, would love recommendations um, because it's like, yeah, it's cold out. I don't want to go out as much. I want stuff to watch, and I watch. All, I already watch a lot of wrestling, so it's mm. not like people can like recommend wrestling to us no. because like fuck, we we do a lot of that. We love recommending wrestling to you, fine people, as we tend to do. Yeah, I, but. I finished watching Beef, and I'm powering through Righteous Gemstones. Now. Oh, okay, I finished season three yesterday. Nice. It's funny. Nice. Good funny show. Um, so I guess we can chat about the show that we're here to chat about, which That's is true. NXT from January 16th, 2024, down in Florida, which I'd say is a, a lot warmer than us right now. But uh, I'm not exactly quite sure about that. So they could be kind of cold down there. 
We kick things off with a match in the Dusty Classic, the tag team tournament. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams coming out with trick music hitting first. So the crowd going, whoop that trick, Booker T on the the ad libs. But then it changes into Carmelo's and then kind of switches in between the two of them back oh, and the forth. Oh, the old WWE crossfading. Yeah. yeah. Never forget Jericho's theme. I love some of the mashup themes in tag team history, though. You never forget. I always like Kane and X Parks was pretty good. Fuck, I don't know if anyone beats that. I did. I did like, like what? None of them are good. Let's be honest, but like they're fun, right? Like and MJF's Adam. I Coles, thought theirs worked really well. Yeah, actually. theirs was theirs worked. Um, yeah, some are just terrible though, and it's really just like flicking between the two. Yeah, this was doing that, but that's okay. Uh, so the crowd though were were going wild. When it was Trick's song, and then when it switched, they started booing for Carmelo, <laughs> which was great. And, and Melo is just acting like the huge baby face, even though he's getting booed. Uh, these two are taking on the team of Idris Anofe and Malik Blade, who come out in their Dusty Rhodes-inspired gear. Uh, Malik with the headband with the, with the uh, polka dots, but Idris wearing the whole pants. Okay, what's their connection with Dusty Rhodes? Maybe they really like Dusty Rhodes. What do you mean? Oh, it's the... It's the Dusty Classic. Oh, sorry, I'm... <laughs> the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament. Yeah, it's that. Fair that's enough. what it's yeah, called. That, that makes sense. So, so I've been sick. All right, my brain isn't working. I'm all bunged up. <laughs> so uh, this match, this match really cooked though. So these four go at it. We have Mello and Malik kind of dodging each other's moves. Eventually, there's a huge drop kick from Trick on Idris. Uh, Idris and Malik now take over. Trick tagging in and out. But Trick comes back this like crazy arm drag counter in the middle of the ring. Uh, eventually, Trick eats a tope on the outside, just barely catching Malik Blade here. Yeah, Holy. that was a close one. Yeah, as we come back from a commercial break, Trick is in with his huge kick and then a double flapjack on both of them. And then a ripcord like deadlift counter into a bookend and Booker T just absolutely loses it for this one. Not the wrist control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trick been studying. So a uh, huge elbow from Idris off the top like Macho Man. He definitely floats like a bee here for a near fall. Malik then a spine buster and a splash for a near fall. And then Trick comes in. He nails Idris with a punch on the outside. Goes in the ring, kind of tags himself in from, from Mello, and then hits the flash knee on Malik to get the one, two, three. So... Mellow and Trick advance in the Dusty Classic here, beating the, the, the youngins here. But I, I definitely love this match. I think this might be my favorite from the, the show. I did. It was fun. I, I almost wanted a, a bit more from Idris and Malik here. Like, they did their flashy con helos and stuff, but I kind of wanted to see them get a bit more offense on uh, before Trick and Mellow won. I, yeah, fun match. They all gel together well. It's just a bit of a shame that this Dusty Classic is really being used for other stories, like single stories, essentially, because by the end of this, there's only one, like, legit team going through. Yeah. You know, and... All the tag team regulars are getting beat. All the tag team regulars are getting beat, your main division, and you know this is to set up further feud between Trick and Mellow, which I like, but you've also got it going on with Bron and... Corbin as well so I like the match but I just feel bad for these you you kind of want it would be nice to have a proper just tag tournament for all your tag teams there yeah because you know the finals are probably the a-holes versus trick and mellow exactly so yeah yeah well uh, I, I 
I did like the match. I do like these two. I'm pushing for these two to to stay a team to, you know, grind it out in NXT, and they could be used properly and become the tag champions here sometime. I know we've been saying that for like the last year, but they definitely found a stride. They're good wrestlers. Yeah. I, I like the team of both of them and love the polka dots. We see Fallon Henley backstage being interviewed with Quinn, and she says that she's ready for the main event tonight, which is the Women's Battle Royal for the number one contendership that turns into a four-way, and the winner becomes the number one contender. Fallon says that it's going to be utter chaos. I was wondering if that was said purposely because, like, what, like a pun? Fa- farm utter. jokes, utter, yeah, I think. Uh, there really wasn't any mention of Tiffany. Tiffany wasn't even on the show. To- like... She's so traumatized, she couldn't even enter this battle royal. I guess, yeah. Fallon says, I'll prove tonight I'm top shelf here, and uh, she's going to make it to the final four, but she's got two words for the final three. Yeehaw, bitch. Is that that three words? Or maybe she said, I got four words for the other three. Maybe I messed that up. I'm four sure. words. Yeehaw, bitch. Oh, wait, three words. No, no she two said... Two words. I it? think she said... Fuck. I think she said three words. This reminds me of... Is yeehaw one word or two words? Oh, true. I think it's Might be one word. You're reminding me of uh, one of my favorite moments in wrestling history, ECW One Night Stand, when Paul Heyman has the mic and says, hey, Edge, I got two words for you, Matt freaking Hardy. And Edge spits out his drink like, that was three words. (laughs) So if, if two words are hyphenated, is that one word or two? Look, I'm not the right person to ask about this, so... I mean, it's, yeah, it's got a definition. Yeah, it's one word. Yeehaw, so, bitch. Yeah, so two words. Two words. Yeehaw, nice. bitch. Good one. I love Fallon, though. Yeah, she's great. We get a recap, a video of what's been going on with the North American title. Dominic Mysterio losing it to Dragon Lee, and then Dragon Lee beating Lexus King last week, but then Oba Femi using his contract from the breakout tournament, cashing it in, and beating Dragon Lee for the North American Championship, which then he's going to come out in a sec to cut a promo since winning the title. But before that, we have Lola Vice and Electra Lopez backstage. They're kind of walking through the back area of the PC, and they say that they're, tonight they're going to beat Lyra and her... And Lola says they're going to kick her creepy friend in the throat, referring to Tatum Paxley, and that the NXT title is going to belong to us, says Elektra. And Lola's like, oh, us, I like how you're, you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, together. And that's when a window, like, opens, uh, like the, the blinds raise blinds up. Of the door, And yeah. Tatum Paxley is on the other side of the glass door and talking to them and says, no one goes near my champion. And says see you later and then kind of closes she's like making sure neither of them win it and she's like i want to win it so then no one is near to my champion uh strange uh then they're acting all creeped out because she's behind the glass someone should really check on tate and paxley yeah she used to be you know such a nice girl trying to be part of the diamond mine and now she's obsessive yeah we have is it like mickey james-esque i'm not quite sure they're like that with nikki cross aren't they I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, Obafemi comes out rocking the white turtleneck and chain combo, looking fresh as fuck. Mm-hmm. Obafemi, this big ass 
dude now with the North American Championship. He has a microphone. He says that he is the first NIL star to get a championship here in NXT or WWE. And he says that it's all about the, that his how big he is and that he's a juggernaut. Now he's draped in gold. And that he's going to be the biggest, the strongest, the fastest. You better watch out. Bianca might... Uh I have a word with him about that. He then says that he's the one who stands tall. And ever since he was born, even before I was born, I knew I'd be tested as the Nigerian prince. And then I went to the NCAA and a D1 athlete. And I won title after title. I believe he was a track star. He's a runner. He's a track star. He's a runner. Apparently. Isn't that track? Well, no, I mean, track isn't just running. I I mean, after last week, I shouldn't know if I should trust Wikipedia because Wikipedia does, in fact, say he's born in 2001. But it says track and field. Yeah. I mean, that that means he's a runner. No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. I mean, I think that can be like throwing and shit like that Oh, okay, got you. I mean, he's... Yeah, shot put. Okay, so, yeah. He, I mean, he's insane. He's massive. Yeah. So he's like, Carrie I can't Von see this guy running. Imagine he's this guy running. Dude. I'd fucking, <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. You wouldn't be able to escape. He's massive. Got all the skinny lads running around and then this guy. Fuck. No, this guy. Shot put. So he's like Carrie Von Erich. Shot put. Isn't that yeah, like, that's the, that's the like. You throw a big. Yeah, throw. yeah. Oh man, imagine this guy throwing rocks at you. Yeah. Holy shit. So he says that he's done all this, he's won all these titles, and now NXT with this, I will rule all over you, and I will crush to dust every man that stands in my way when Dragon Lee interrupts After him. everything Obafemi was saying, the crowd would go, Hoo! Yeah. As well. Yeah. Uh, I, first, like, this is the, kind of the real first time seeing him with the title, out there live, cutting a promo. I thought he sounded really good. I, I really like this move, actually, putting the title on on him, uh, like, just hot-shotting a guy, you know? And I thought he sounded pretty confident, and this crowd clearly like him as well. Hot uh, shot He's putting. impressive. Like, he's so... Like, yeah, he's huge. He's huge. Dragon Lee says, hey, uh, you just said that you would face anyone, huh? Que pasa? Well... Uh, I know, I get that you are hungry, so I can't be mad at you. You took your moment and you got it. But crushing your opponents? Well, how about tonight you face me? And Oba stares at him and says, no. No. Dragon Lee says, well, why not? Give me my rematch. I want my, my rematch. And Oba Femi says, no. No more open challenges. They are now closed. And... Dragon Lee says, well, if you won't give me one tonight, I challenge you for, for Vengeance Day. Step up. And it sounds like Obafemi's still like, nah. nah. Nah, big lads only for this title going forward. Yeah. So uh, I imagine we do go to that match at, New- at Vengeance Day. But uh, yeah, I thought, I thought both of them actually sounded pretty good here. But Obafemi definitely, I'm like, whoa, you have a look. I've seen you what you can do in the ring a little bit, and it's pretty impressive. And now you kind of reveal that you also have... Good, good talking. Like very comfortable. So it seems like, like they're going kind of heel with him, which is but weird. I think this. I feel this crowd aren't going to care. Yeah. Um. So it's it's an interesting move. He's definitely going to be this kind of arrogant champion. Yeah. Like bigger than you sort of guy. Yeah. Um. But I feel he's going to be getting cheered anyway. So <sighs> interesting if they're continuing the feud with Dragon Lee, who is a very squeaky clean baby face. Um, but imagine Obafemi because it was a around. heel move, cashing in yeah, last week. Yeah, and yeah, interesting. I I thought he sounded good, but uh, yeah, definitely feel like going kind of tweener with this guy. 
We have a super chat from Brandon from New Jersey yeah, who says, give all the belts to Obafemi. He is him and I am I. Yeah. Big fan of Obafemi here. He must be a fan of shot put as well. Uh, but yeah, I actually thought he sounded good. And he looked good. That's the thing too. He looked like a champion he already, did. dressed properly and everything. So uh, need to see what happens with this guy. So I'm still assuming he's 22 because yeah, Wikipedia he's, says he's a, he's a baby. I don't he's believe that. No way, over. man. I need to see those papers. <laughs> I am 12. What is it? I am six. <laughs> I am 25. I'm 22. Uh, backstage, Eddie Thorpe is hanging out with the Hank and Tank connection. Uh, they, I hope they sell these shirts because these are great. I need a Hank and Tank shirt. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> not the work shirt or maybe the work shirt. Uh, I know you, you wouldn't stop wearing that Harley Davidson. <laughs> oh wait, shirt I, that's why I want. Yeah, I need some new ones now. God. Yeah, send me uh, send me work shirts, people. Uh, do but, not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so Trey Bearhill comes in and he kind of introduces himself to Eddie Thorpe and says, "Hey, thanks for standing up for our people and representing our people against people like Dijak and Lexus King and basically saying those fucking white dudes just yeah. always." fucking us up and being assholes to us and that's when Dijak heard his name and clearly walked in here and uh, Dijak says oh I'm sorry to interrupt your little powwow here as Trey looks like he wants to hit him in the face and he says save that for the ring when I beat you later tonight and he leaves and Eddie's like yeah that guy sucks and he's like yeah he really does so I mean um, Dijak really going with that boss man character I thought he was going for by by going in there being like look at you two you indigenous folk you powwow he's being pretty somewhat racist yeah, while wearing well, sunglasses he's, he's, he's already been just <laughs> yeah. in their culture whipping, whipping the, the tree yeah. yeah yeah so um he's he's I'm assuming this feud's still continuing then because he's Dijak Eddie Thorpe it's going to destined to do this forever. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, so that match is happening later here tonight. I didn't, I didn't actually realize uh, Trey Bearhill was native until today either. Well, you see it in his entrance in his gear later right. on. Sure. But yeah. yeah, later on you do. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. He got attacked first time around, didn't he? Yeah. He's, he's somewhat being the one who's attacked, been attacked, and then he attacked yeah. Lexus King. Yeah. Um, we go back to Trick and Mello backstage after winning their match earlier tonight. They say that uh, they're on their ways to the semifinals and then the finals at Vengeance Day. And Mello's hyping Trick up like, look, we just have one more match and then we're at Vengeance Day. We could win this whole thing and then we could win the tag team titles. Like, could you imagine that? Us as tag team champions? And Trick says, yeah, Vengeance Day, it's going down. Walks in Ilya Dragunov. Mm. We haven't seen him in a little while. The NXT champion. He says, look, First Trick. First time this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a while. Ilya says, hey, I'm sorry that I couldn't have your match. I'm sorry I wasn't cleared. But I, I, ha- I let you down and I let NXT down as the champion. You deserve that match, Trick. And you deserve it at the big stage. So I want to have the match with you at Vengeance Day. And then Trick goes, yeah, awesome. Great. And then Ilya walks off. And then Melo's like, yo, bro, what the fuck? We just said we were going to be winning the Dusty Cup in the finals of Vengeance Day. And Trick's like, oh, no. What am I going to do? Fuck. I got to reschedule. It's like Fred Flintstone. He's got to be at two different places at the same time. What's he going to do? Fred Flintstone? It's a famous episode where he's, he's got to do two things on one day. So okay. Everyone's parodied it at right, some point okay. because Trick will have to wrestle twice on Vengeance Day. Yeah. 
And I mean, if they get to the final, if I, yeah. who do they have to face next week? Uh, fuck. LWO is it? Yeah, sorry, LWO. Well, that could they could you know, but I don't know. That makes for an interesting story as well, with yeah. Trick having to wrestle both times. Yeah, I. It's kind of we've kind of just seen that on the other show. Yeah, like last year, the whole tag champion right going for the title just a hot angle <laughs> yeah i guess i don't really like that angle but we'll see i mean it's it not goes. them against each other in the final yeah but yeah it's whether we see the kind of turn or whatever after the dusty club like when when does that happen yeah the is turn it before happens. the main event is it after the main event again it kind of sticks with uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves but it sticks to what we've been saying like about a month ago maybe even more than that where it's like whether Trick wins the title or loses, the turn is happening. And I think they prolonged it so that it happens at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Or the PLE. So yeah. it's like, I assume They'll that's... do the graphic thing after... Yeah, after either he match. wins the title and he, they celebrate and Melo attacks him out of jealousy or he costs him the title, therefore. Yeah. You know? You could do his... They should lose the first match, like the Dusty, yeah. to the assholes. Right. The wolf dogs. Yeah, we'll get there. And uh, and then Trick can go into it kind of injured, and that's his excuse for losing almost. Yeah. He looks defeated. He's mad at Mello. Mello's comforting. Boom. He throws him into the Titan Tron. Mello throws him. Yeah. Yeah, Mello's got to turn oh, yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we go to our next match. Lyra Valkyria makes her entrance, the NXT Women's Champ. And in the ring as she's posing, Tatum Paxley shows up underneath her, like crawling in the ring, dressed like Lyra, Valkyria. Earlier, Lyra tweeted that someone stole some of her gear, uh, but still had matching gear. Yeah, I, th- I think someone should check on this. <laughs> well, you have spares, don't you, I guess? You should have spares. Of the exact same... Yeah. 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 I, I mean, wrestlers usually have different colored you stuff. You should. You're working in it a lot. You, should. you don't want to be Vader, do you? You, you don't want to be Undertaker in Godfather's pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or do you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so these two are teaming up against Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Uh, these two come out. We have Lyra with Electra kind of uh, one-upping Electra on every move. Eventually, Tatum comes in and sends both of them flying to the outside. Lola tags in with Tatum Paxley and does these pretty impressive kicks. Uh, definitely been in liking Lola's like striking, yep. com- coming, working from go- from you know real fighting into WWE. I think she's somewhat like getting it and. Uh, she looked pretty good with Paxley here. Lyra comes in and hits a suplex on Lopez, like these northern lights. And this is when Booker T just starts. I mean, we say this every week, broken record, but on, Booker on. was on one tonight. And he's, I swear he said Latina heat, Latina butter and jelly sandwich. Get me a sandwich. Something like that. Oh, man, Booker. He said get me a sandwich before. He's definitely you? said that before. It must be code for get me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> to someone backstage. He's on fucking Uber Eats again. It's, yeah, his TJF isn't working, so he, he's got to do that. But yeah, Latina butter and jelly sandwich. Latina some, butter and jelly Because she's been calling herself Latina Heat. Right. So he's like Latina. Do I need to change the name of the the KOD on the menu? To the Latina butter and jelly. <laughs> no, do not. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Latina butter and jelly. He, I swear he said that. I, swear, I would not have wrote that. <laughs> I believe that. you. Yeah, I yeah. believe you. <laughs> uh, so what happens here is 
uh, I think it's Lope- uh, Electra Lopez is in the ring and eats the kick, and it's Paxley who falls on top of her while Lyra's like fighting with Lo- uh, Lola, sending her to the outside. So when she turns around, the match ends, and Lyra's like, oh, we won it, I guess. So Paxley and Lyra win the match. You imagine Paxley does get her match against Lyra down the line or something, but yeah. Yeah. It was it was okay. Um, I'm I'm not really liking the Tatum Paxley storyline. I'm just kind of over this sort of character. Really, we we've, we've seen it a bunch with Nikki Cross. We we see the the people going spooky. You know, yeah. it's it's we've we've had a lot. It doesn't feel original to me. It feels like oh, I don't know what to do. So let's be weird. Yeah. Um, but sure, and and again, there's no, there's no tag titles anymore. It, we talked about this last week. It feels you're pairing all these people up, and there's nothing to really fight for, unless the main roster title comes down, which it hasn't. So, yeah, I don't really get the pairings. Yeah, uh, and especially that we kind of know that Lyra's got a whole other program in yeah. the next few weeks. It's like, oh, this is secondary. This is a TV program. Yeah, kind of. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Uh, we see a bunch of the women backstage for the main event later tonight. And they're all getting ready, gearing up for the match. And we see a few of them kind of cutting promos and other people kind of like not listening and bickering and getting ready. And then Ariana Grace steps in. And starts talking about how she's the Miss NXT and that she's just kind of rambling on and giving this speech as all the women slowly leave. She's trying to do this huge inspirational speech about how she's going to go out there and take on all these women and win and win the Fatal 4-Way. And slowly, there's that uh, Family Guy sketch where they're at the the drunken clan. Right. Sorry, I'm I'm really blocked my nose right now. Uh, But... uh, Joe is sort of crying about something that's happened. <laughs> right, and they all, slip out. They all yeah. slide away. It was kind of like this. I think Lash Legend was the last to go, but yeah. it was funny. Yeah. I, I think she's great. Eventually, she's very funny. she looks around and she's like, oh, never mind. So, yeah, pretty funny. I yeah. guess uh, she gets her comedy from, from her d- papa. She's like, thank you, my sisters. Uh, oh, Feminism. Oh. oh, wait, they all left me. Yeah, pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, she's great. We go to our next match. It's Is it Big Lads Wrestling or... UK lads wrestling. Stocky lads. Stocky lads. I think they're stocky. Wow. I wouldn't call Joe a big lad. No, I, I call wouldn't. call him a stocky lad. Yeah. I, I, I go with that. All right. Yeah. Ridge Holland taking Some on Joe Coffey. Boxer dogs. You look like you're trying to be a kangaroo right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like that. <laughs> you, you know those, those boxer dogs? <laughs> yeah, like they're jack dogs. I never understood that like out of dogs, cer- certain dog breeds are oh, just jacked. Bo- no, what's the... You're French thinking of bulldog, like, is it? I'm yeah, thinking. yeah, yeah. French bulldog. Yeah, I That's think Joe you Coffey. were <laughs> Joe Coffey's a French bulldog. Weird. That's strange. He's gonna get mad. 
Sorry, uh, man. Ridge Holland, Joe Coffee, one on one here. Ridge coming out to his old music here. I actually like this this music. Uh, Ridge starts to throw this guy around um, like around the ring when Wolfgang tries to interfere. He gets one for the road, and then uh, the other Coffee brother, Mark, gets involved. Same thing here. Ridge just hits these huge clotheslines and then hits pretty much like what a snowplow, an emerald fusion kind of. Yeah move here and gets the one two three putting joe coffee away pretty quickly i was shocked how quick this was uh part of me was like okay hold on i felt it wasn't like an entertaining squash though you know i didn't get the you know where a goldberg would just run through someone right but the length of the match was kind of that yeah it was over very quickly it felt like this beat down after lasted longer yeah, exactly so afterwards they all beat down on ridge and it keeps like almost cutting to the back, but he's lately been saying how he wants to be on his own. Yeah. He doesn't want to hang out with these other Brits and the brawling brutes and this and that. And no one comes to save him, and he gets the best. What's best for the bells? All the best for the bells. All the best for the bells. Terrible name. Uh, so I guess the feud continues, but like he just beat their leader, so like I don't understand where we. So he needs friends, I guess. So he defeats the whole thing of him coming here. Yeah, so he should watch SmackDown. Give Peter Dune a call. Call Tyler. Peter and Tyler. I don't know. I, I don't know if you bring Tyler down that quickly after moving him up. So, like, is Ilya going to save help him? Because he was kind I of... I thought maybe we would, and that would be Ilya being He's like, like nah, you hurt, you hurt me. You hurt me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next for Ridge. Kind of strange. I, I didn't necessarily understand what, what this Yeah, this served. segment didn't really work for me. I didn't yeah. think the match was much at all. No. And the beat down, I'm just, okay. I'd yeah. rather see Ridge in singles feuds. Yeah, it wasn't best for the Bells. We go to NXT Anonymous. We see a bunch of the Chase U women backstage. And this, like, NXT An- Anon is kind of spying through the door. And it's JC Jane. And she's got her phone out. And she's with all these ladies, and she's like, look, girls, you looked fabulous. Look. And we can't see what she's pointing at. But... I mean, what is she? What is she talking I don't about? Know. Yeah, right. It's too late for calendars now, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. But then she says, "Like you all look good. This is going to work. This is going to save Chase. You." They all leave, but then she kind of stops someone. I think they want us to think it's only fans. It's something racy, like yeah. a, a calendar or whatever. Feet picks, but it won't be at all. Yeah, it'll be something like completely innocent, like a whole like save the children or yeah. save the animals or something really wholesome and like she was saying she likes how they look wasn't she exactly so it's making you believe they're like photos of how the girls look it would just be like pictures of puppies you know, i hope stuff, so kittens and yeah stuff. that's what i all along thought this was gonna be yeah exactly deep down but then she like stops one of them and says like hey uh do you want to grab a drink or something I, I don't know who it was that she she grabbed here but it yeah i I think it was, you know, one of the... Was she in the tournament but at all? But is JC Jane, like, is she conniving here? Or is she just asking this I girl on a sense, date? Or what No, is I got the sense she was doing what she did to Thea. And she's trying to, like, get more people under her wing. Or whatever. Right, like, get better, evolve. And maybe we'll see Thea starting getting jealous because she's hanging around with this girl. Or, or something oh, okay. like that. Right. Mean Girls type stuff. Yeah. Like Mean Girls the Musical coming out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll go see this movie and they'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, I don't know what what could be on that phone that they are looking good in other than like a photo shoot or something. We'll have to find out. 
we see some people getting ready for the match. It's Kalani Jordan. She's stretching backstage and she's ready. She says that she has the patience and patience isn't going to unlock the doors that I want to walk through and that she's going to do everything in her power to win the Battle Royal tonight. When Tanner, is this the gym lady? Well, we thought her gimmick was somewhat gym related where she's just doing a handstand. She's just Thea Hale again, isn't she? She's just so super energetic and and excited, like high energy, mojo rawly. Yeah. Uh, She don't get hyped. She she stays stays hyped. hyped be great if she brought that back uh so these two are going to be in the tournament later tonight or the battle royal yes we go backstage quinn is with baron corbin who looks like a lead singer in a death core band or something a punk band from like the 90s i love his fits he was just in like plaid shirt and a hat exactly yeah exactly you dress like <laughs> yeah i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> if your lead singer looks like this you're dying in this pit bro uh so he's there and in comes braun like two seconds into the interview to interrupt it while he's getting his jacket on and he's like yo corbin you told me the interview was at 9 30 and he's like no i didn't and he's like yeah look and he pulls out his phone he goes interview at 9 30 thumbs up emoji what's this all about and baron's like god oh, doesn't matter you're here now And they say that they are together in the Dusty Classic and that next week they have their match to, what, advance in the the tournament? Yeah, Corbin kept on saying as leader of this team. Yeah, Corbin's basically, it seems like Corbin told them a different time so that he can tell Quinn, like, I brought this young kid up under my wing and I'm teaching him all this stuff. And Braun's just like there laughing and says like, no. And he goes, don't worry, next week the wolf dogs are on the hunt. And Corbin's like, wait, wait, what'd you say? And he's like, yeah, the Wolf Dogs, we're going to beat them. We're going to advance. We're going to win the tag team titles. And Corbin's like, no, 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 wind it back. The Wolf Dogs? And Braun says, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this for like the last three or four weeks. Corbin says, we've only been teaming for two weeks. He's like, oh, well, it feels like it's been three or four weeks. And that he says it came to him when he was thinking in the shower. And he thought, yeah, the Wolf Dogs. And he goes, you were thinking of me in the shower? Please don't do that ever again. And... Corbin says that he vetoes the name Wolf Dogs and Quinn says that she's not a big fan of it and that they're both a-holes because no one likes them. They reiterate that they are both a-holes again and then they kind of disagree to agree on the name and then Braun also says, well, I have a backup name, the Wild Boars and then they kind of walk off there. So leading you to believe that we will probably be calling them officially the a-holes and I hope... They have new T-shirts coming soon. I like the Wolf Dogs. The Wolf Dogs. It's pretty great too. I really. I remember when Wild uh, Boars. When uh, Team Hell No became a thing. Yeah. That came about because of a vote. You know, right. they were doing all the whole. Well, what were some of the other? And the name they were pushing before Team Hell No. Yeah. Was Team Friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think that would have been so good. Like Team Hell No, it is what it is now. But I was always disappointed that. Oh, could have had team friendship. Could have had team friendship. Uh, that's what Kane calls his new partnership with Trump. Team, team friendship. friendship. Yeah, God bless him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Wolf Dogs is pretty funny. Well, Wolf Dogs is good. Wolf Dogs, Wild Boars. Is that like a John Travolta movie? Wild Boars. Wild Boars in that one? No, is that Wild Dogs? Is it a song? Wild Boars by Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Dogs definitely got... Braun is just living life. Braun, Braun Breaker... Will I'm I'm hoping he's the Raw after Mania debut. I do, and like he's the fucking guy in WWE. He has completely sold me he's, on everything. And we've seen him play a 
few different characters. Yeah, now. exactly. Being the the baby face. Yeah, uh, and like in like some serious feuds, some silly feuds. Um, the heel that was like actually kind of terrifying, like yeah. very sinister. And now he's the Kurt Angle, the bully jock, but who's a bit of a dummy, yeah, as well. It's Kurt, and is getting genuinely excited about Wolf Dogs. Like, yeah, that's fucking fucking cool. Wolf Dogs. Yeah, he's like, yo, next next thing they're gonna have, they're gonna have music or like matching gear. Yeah, right. Oh man, yeah, I'm a big, I, I'm a fan of Bronco for sure. If they don't sell Wolf Dog shirts, you know who will? <laughs> we <Yeah>. will. <laughs> Wolf Dogs, love it. So we go to our next match in the Dusty Classic. The LWO, uh, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wilde taking on the team of Chase U, Duke Hudson, but no Andre in this match. He's ringside, but Riley Osborne because JC Jane said that he would be the better choice since Andre Chase is kind of uh, like quasi-canceled here yeah. in NXT for being a gambler. Yeah, well, gambling the school's money away. Gambling's bad. And it's even worse when you gamble the school's money. Yeah. So this match kicks off. Uh, LWO are just super fast and tying up with Riley Osborne, which I'm sure is a treat for him here. So they were going to Cruz and him were just like counter after counter. Eventually, Riley sends them to the outside and hits a crazy Fosbury flop as they go to commercial break. When we come back, Riley's hitting even more dives, eventually hits a whisper in the wind or the floating bro, for those who know what that is too, uh, for a near fall. Eventually, Duke gets a hot tag in and he is just throwing these guys around and there's a huge like STO out of the corner, shades of Samoa Joe, and then a boss man slam, but Toro wasn't tagged in, so that's not legal there. And then... Wild and Cruz here are hitting all these flashy high-flying moves. There's an insane Tope from Wild, and then an ins- even more insane Tope into a spin-out Tornado DDT on Duke to the outside. Oh, yeah. Very impressive. Uh, Del Toro tags in and hits the Phoenix Splash for the 1-2-3, and the LWO advance in the Dusty Classic. I, I think these guys are going to have one hell of a 2024. I, I can't stop watching the clip from, like, what, last week? With Two, the, three weeks. Whenever that oh, thing yeah. was, when he went flying, and this was this was the same thing. Like, I think the story here is, even if they don't win this Dusty Classic, I'm hoping that Wild and Cruz Del Toro on the main roster with the LWO as baby faces really like hit it off. Yeah, like these guys are great. Like we've been singing their praises for years, years. watching them. But I I think now that they're full blown baby faces, they can be even more spectacular. Yeah. And that's what we've seen the last couple of weeks. And uh, some of the stuff uh Wacky and Wild's done uh is crazy. But they're also veterans now at this point you're not i'm not worried whenever i'm watching them because they're so smooth with what they do and they've been doing this a long time um it is again like i said with this tournament the one actual team still in it aren't even in nxt anymore the main roster but i really hope that they're getting the attention a bit more they're in a good faction they've got a good thing going on on the main roster but i'd like to see them be serious like contenders Stop being the fall guys to uh, whether it be Santos or Ray or whoever at this point. Like, stop being the fall guys and break out as a full-blown proper tag team. You don't have um, Usos together anymore, you know? New Day are kind of doing their Imperium thing right now. You've got Judgment Day, which is going good. But we can really build this division up with likes of um, Joaquin and uh, Cruz. Yeah. The Creeds, 
DIY, like, I think it's it's looking like it could be in a like a bit of a golden age of the tag teams again on the main roster. Yeah, I really hope they get the opportunity to shine like they have in NXT on on the main roster and prove that they could be some some a hot act. Really, I, I yeah. do think that because again, we have watched these guys supporting them so long, and they finally like feels like they're clicking. I didn't think bringing them in as heels was the right way, and now I think going forward whether they win this tournament or not or whatever like i think a main roster is the focus for them it should be with and maybe andrade comes back Rey mysterio hopefully out of injury for wrestlemania season as well with santos and everything i think it could be a hot program uh so they advance in the tournament and i think yeah it's going to be lwo versus braun and baron corbin next week uh y- no I think it would be... We still have a few weeks before. Yeah, because this right? is this will be LWO versus Trick and Mello, I believe. Oh, right. And okay. Braun and Baron against... Nathan Frazier and Axiom. That's it, yeah. Yeah, okay. We go to Tony D and Stax, the NXT Tag Champions. They're with Rizzo, and she's nervous for her debut tonight in the Battle Royal, number one contender. And they start bringing up times in her past, like, oh, remember the Carlucci sisters? You fought three of them, one at a time. And Stax has to get in a dig ever so slightly about, like, the Dolphins. Like, yeah, like the Dolphins beat the whatever the other week. Sorry, I don't know Sport. what he said. Yeah. Uh, Tony is wearing a Godfather shirt. I was going to say, how on the nose do you have to get? <laughs> he's wearing the Godfather shirt. I don't think he's done that before, where he's blatantly just like... It'll be good fellas next week. It'll be... Start wearing shirts. Yeah. yeah. That'd be all right. Yeah. So uh, they say that bodies will be flying tonight in the battle royal. And Rizzo says, yeah, just like out on the bridge. And they go, hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, don't say that on TV. What are you talking about? What are you doing? Anyways, go win the match tonight. Good luck. So Rizzo's in the battle royal. Yes. Good stuff. Good old-fashioned mafia. Italians. We see Von... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Von Wagner and Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone's like, hey, Von, you got any New Year's resolutions? He's like, nah, only dorks do that. And then they go, oh, wait. And then Noam Dar walks in. And he's got his, he goes, hey, Noam Dar, what's, what's with your... <laughs> you probably didn't say that, but for, for the purpose of me... I think me, he did. For me recapping, he said that. He goes, hey, Noam Dar, what is this, a trophy? And he goes, no, it's not a trophy. It's my cup. And Vaughn goes, well, yeah, well, this is my cup. And then, like, takes his jock cup and throws it into the trophy. Dar freaks out and gets Mensa to, to get it out of there. And Vaughn goes, like, hey, what's, what's this whole thing? Uh, why don't you give me a match for this trophy? And uh, I'll pin you one, two, three. And Noam kind of explains, like, no, it's not. You can't win it in a normal match. And Vaughn says, yeah, okay, well, what kind of matches? And Noam kind of explains, like, six three-minute rounds. And Vaughn says, like, oh, six times three? Like, do I have to pin you one, two, three, four, five, six? And starts counting like that. And math and wrestling, that's tough. And Noam says, I am tough. And uh, Vaughn also makes fun of the way Noam says six, because he says sex. And Noam says, Vaughn, you've literally melted my brain. I don't want to fight you. I don't even want to talk to you. And walks off. And then Vaughn laughs with Mr. Stone and says, hey, Mr. Stone, why do, what about Von Wagner gets gold in 2024? Let's get training. I'd love Von to win this thing. Oh my god! This is like this is like anyone trying to explain to me how these rules match. I, d- I wasn't matches. sure if Von was playing dumb yeah. or was just. I think dumb. he was. But I loved dumb. the 
what is that? I want it. <laughs> it's, it's like, again, bullies at school. Yeah. They're just like, that's mine. No, yeah, yeah. It's mine. Yeah, uh, he's funny. This like, one he's was terrible. Yeah, yeah, this one didn't hit for me. It just, I don't know. He, he does hit for me. Just it's, I think now they're positioning him as like this. It just works. He doesn't have to improve his promo. Just keep giving him weird, big monster. So is dumb, he big facing stuff. Noam Dar? I, I mean, I assume we're going there. I hope he wins it. You can't tease us like this. Yeah, and not... Pull it away from yeah, us. exactly. We go to our next match. Trey Bearhill taking on Jack, And in the biggest pop of the night, they cut to Joe Gacy sitting at the commentary desk in between Booker and Vic. And both of them are like, wait, what What the hell are you doing here? As he's just smiling and he, he goes... Looks- Part of it. He's he's he, got his Vince McMahon. He definitely looked like blazer. he could be a, a commentator. Yeah, uh, and he's basically just starts like acting as if he's commentary. I don't know why, but this ha- he's like, well, out. thanks, Book. Anyway, Vic, what do you think of <laughs> our next match? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was it was mostly Book and Vic selling of this random yeah. guy who's sitting here now. Definitely had me laughing. He definitely had studied uh, Vic, I think, as well. Like, he was doing a lot of Vic mannerisms. So, he calls the match with them now, and it's Trey versus Dijak. And Dijak hits a super kick on Trey for a near fall as Joe Gacy on commentary goes, What a maneuver! And Vic's like, Ah, you're getting pretty good at this. And Booker's like, What? No, what the hell are you doing here? Stop, get out of here. And uh, Bear hits a Bear Hill hits a suplex on Dijak into the corner, um, and then Dijak gains control again. They go ringside, and Dijak launches Bear Hill into the barricade, and then tells the commentary desk to shut up, and then looks over at Gacy and says, "You shut up too," and gets in his face. And as the ref, I assume, is checking on Trey, doesn't see that Gacy then headbutts Dijak, which looked pretty good actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, sending him back into the ring. Barrahill hits these like chops to the throat, but it's not enough. And Dijak hits him with a big boot for the one, two, three. And then after the match, Gacy and Dijak kind of start to brawl. And uh, again, a line that just really made me laugh was uh, Vic Joseph like, oh no, and our broadcast partner. That's a broadcast partner, Book. Book's a broadcast partner. What are you talking about? And he goes, well, I mean, for the last five minutes, and they start to brawl. Oh my God. We're getting this is a Dijak Joe Gacy feud. Fuck yeah. Weird. I, I thought Gacy was very funny. I gotta say, he was, yeah. I, there was a lot of comedy that didn't work for me on this episode of NXT, and I would say that the one that did was Gacy just sitting there like Vince McMahon. Yeah. With the. <laughs> It just looked funny. So, the match yeah. wasn't a whole lot. It was no. more about the angle. Like they gave Bear Hill quite a bit here, uh, but yeah, I, not enough to really show me. Maybe I, I haven't seen much from yeah. him yet. No. After the ma- after this kind of brawl, they escalate and they like fight to the outside. Bear Hill's alone in the ring, and Lexus King attacks him from behind with a knee, beats him up, and then hits him with his like swinging neckbreaker finisher. And then lays him out and says, you costed me the biggest match. You, you should not do that. And slaps him in the face. And he says, "This stay out of my business. Stay out of the king's business. Yeah. Damn. So I, I guess we're, we're going. We're getting Trey Bear Hill, Lexus King. Yeah. So Lexus took him out of the tournament. And then in return, Trey attacked Lexus, causing him his match and saying, hey, you costed me gold, essentially. Yeah. So this is why we're going to this. Uh, I saw some clips of uh, Lexus King on Chris Van Vliet's yep. podcast. 
Van, Chris Van Vliet asked him about his facial hair. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm right because I jokingly said that I bet he just asked where, where Mello's barber was. That's legit the answer he gave. Yeah. As he said, yeah, Mello hooked me up and the guy has a truck and he comes by and every Tuesday I get the cut and he makes it more ridiculous every week. And like realized that the more people were talking about it, us, he yeah. realized like, oh yeah, like gotta keep gotta doing keep it. doing it. So bless you, Lexus King. He also said some things about AEW. Basically, like I was just in catering and now look like I have a throne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which isn't wrong. Yeah. I mean, Julia Hart's doing pretty good, too. I think it was just the gimmick was running its course. Well, I, I think that is the problem in uh, in AEW. You, there isn't much. It's so stacked at the top of the card. It's yeah. very difficult for someone on the level of a Brian Pillman Jr. to break out anywhere. Yeah. Whereas NXT is here for that kind of reason. Um, and I, I guess maybe the equivalent over there is ROH, but that ain't on TV. You know, like it's NXT is established and it's it's got its loyal kind of viewers every week and you can catch fire and move up or whatever. But you don't see it as much in AEW. You just need good facial hair. A good barber can go a long way. Maybe he should uh, share the contact with Jungle Boy Mm. to get that beard just a little trimmed, just a tiny bit trimmed up. We go to JBL backstage. I mean, sorry, it's Briggs, but JBL walks in. JBL, former general manager of NXT. That's right. I said it because it's true. It's true. Never forget. JBL says, hey, Josh Briggs. (laughs) I'm just going to do that the rest of the show. Uh, JBL says, uh, hey, how's it going? And Briggs says, hey, nice to see you. Do you have any? This was pretty forced and staged because he's like, oh, hey, JBL. Do you have any advice what for me? What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, just like right away. Do you have any advice for me? And JBL's like, hey, don't you know why I picked you? It's it's really JBL's fault that Brooks and Briggs broke up because he's the one who picked Briggs to be in the, in the thing. And then it, it led the, to, yeah, it, it basically, yeah, the domino effect of him then like getting all these opportunities. And JBL says, do you know why I picked you? Because I want you to, you reminded me of me and I want you to discover who you are. And Briggs is like, yeah, I think I understand. JBL says, see, I had the beer and the playing cards, and I threw that all away and showed the world that I was a wrestling god. So your story is yours, and it must be different. But I know that you will show NXT who you are. I don't know what this promo was, but... I found this incredibly creepy. Coming, You found JBL creepy? Because... He was being a pure baby face, nice mentor. And that ain't JBL. Right. JBL's an asshole. Right. You know, it just, it felt like there are some legends where, you know, a Ricky Steamboat saying this. Yeah. Like, yeah. JBL, I get it. I get the similarities between the two and I, I would get why he looks at a Josh Briggs. It's just really weird for me seeing him play so nice. Maybe he means you got to get a, a mean streak. You got to be Maybe. mean and play. Don't play by the rules like I did, and that's how I became champion for a fucking year. I like the loose association between them two. Like I don't yeah. think JBL is going to be his manager or anything, but I do like that. There are similarities there. He's been doing the clothesline from hell. I like Josh Briggs, so yeah. I, I'll be interested to see where he goes with it. It was genuinely, I thought JBL seemed very nice. It's just so he has jarring. Lately, though. It's he so has, jarring seeing him be like that. He has, though. He's been doing a lot more like 
podcasts and like shows and appearances and things like that where he just genuinely seems a lot nicer than you know but on tv it's still like you see the cowboy hat and all that and it's i fucking love jbl you know i love me some john bradshaw layfield but i yeah like they tried him and corbin right yeah and it was like, okay. And I he's playing a dick. Then. Yeah. yeah so, that's what I mean. It's I'm used to him just being a dick. It well, seems. Yeah. Maybe we go that route where he's like, yeah. Remember when I was like being nice? I meant be an asshole yeah. or something. Because Briggs heel would be a bit more interesting. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We go to a video from the No Quarter Catch Crew. No. <laughs> <laughs> the No Quarter Catch Crew. The name isn't hard enough that I yeah. messed it up. Uh, it's a video of them training. It's basically the BCC. It's every Drew Gulak, Timothy Thatcher thing we've seen on NXT yeah. in the past. They're in the gym. They're showing like the, you know, throwing medicine balls to each other when you're in like sit up position. The, yeah. the stamping on each other's abs to get them rock hard. And the, all that. the impressive thing was, uh, was it Dempsey like doing like the upside down bridge and then like crawling around like I hope this isn't just a a vignette for the sake of having a vignette I hope we do see this team like you know start actually winning stuff because they're I like them all in this group yeah but I can't think of any match they've won ever yeah and this this promo was kind of addressing that it's like time for a change but it's like so far all this training isn't really paying off for much. They look like they're a bit more meaner diamond mine. Yeah. Or diamond. That would, yeah, diamond were, yeah. So it's like similar thing, the same thing, but Drew Gulak and he's evil. So, yeah. I, you know what? I like everyone so far in this group. I love Dempsey. I, I like Miles Bourne. He's been very impressive too. So, uh, and what's his name in his perm? His 80s perm. Who's that again? Um, Kemp. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We go to so yeah they're not in this tournament but I guess we'll be seeing some of them down the line on NXT. Trick and Mello backstage again. They say it's time we finish what we started. Trick says, "Don't worry, Mello, because not only are we going to win the Dusty Classic at Vengeance Day, but then later that night I'm also going to win the NXT title and be the first NXT champion to hold the tag titles with it." I think he kind of says because he'll, he'll they'll get a title shot. Yeah. So, yeah, as he walks off, Mello kind of and looking. And he's like, and I'll be a triple crown yeah. like you. Oh, yeah. Damn. And Mello's like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. The jealousy. So, again, we, we assume Mello turns on him at Vengeance Day in some way, shape, or form. Someone better do something to someone at Vengeance Day. Yeah, you know? exactly. We go to our main event, the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, we should mention, because they mentioned here... The Cora Jade injury. Oh, yeah. Very unfortunate news timing for Cora Jade, who literally just came back on TV like a month ago and now out with a, what, torn ACL? Pretty pretty unfortunate, yeah. yeah. That's going to be a, a only, probably... Yeah, a, only just come back. Yeah, that's going to be a good few months. She's definitely going to be out for a long time. So, uh, yeah, uh, hope she's uh, all right. She's, she seems like she's been posting on social media in high spirits. So, good. Uh, hope she's all right. But she's not in this match anymore, so someone replaced her, which I, I'm sure glad they told me about that before the match. I'm sure they did in passing, but like... I really struggle knowing who anyone was in this match. Yeah. It's a lot of new people, and I, they've all got ridiculous names, and I can't say the, the last crop of NIL breakout tournament people, I... 
know who anyone is. Oh, Google's just... Jeez, that scared the shit <laughs> You thought someone was in our apartment? <laughs> our Google's heard you talking shit about the NXT Women's I'm Division. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll and said, the what the fuck week. did you just say? Fuck. I'm on edge. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do that right now. <laughs> it's Damn. terrifying. But yeah... Um, I, I, I know like what you mean. There's a lot of new people that have come into NXT as of late and trying to remember all these names. And still, to, to NXT's credit, they still give people ridiculous names. Okay, I, I've, I've got the list here. Do you want to name everyone? Gigi Dolan. Okay. Right, we're off to a good start. Yeah, okay. Blair Davenport. Stevie Turner, who we haven't seen for a long time. The gamer, time. the Twitch yeah. streamer? Okay. Uh, so that was her kind of return. Izzy Dame, Fallon Henley, Electra Lopez, Roxanne Perez, Ariana Grace, Lash Legend, Keanu James, Tatum Paxley, Thea Hale, Jakara Jackson. Jakara Jackson was in the match. Yeah, okay. she, she's, she's back. She's yeah. back now. Okay. Lola Vice, Jada Parker, Kalani Jordan, Carmen Petrovic, Brinley Reese, and Adriana Rizzo. I wow. think you missed the one who fills in for Cora Jade. Who is that? S- fuck. Uh, something St. Clair. Something Claire? St. Clair. Oh, man. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember now. But I'll go through this match. Uh, because you know what? Uh, they had some fun stuff in it. I definitely uh, thought... Oh, was it the girl right at the end? Yeah. What was her name? <laughs> fuck. So uh, there's a lot of people in the ring at once here. Gigi sends Jakara uh, to the outside and then does the Rascals taunt. Uh, maybe she'll uh, be teaming with the Rascals yeah. in the near future. It sounds like she's not like happy being here. And they, they announce her as... Sorry, Jada Parker? No, Gigi. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gigi, uh, sorry, Rizzo and now Jada are in there. Uh, Lash sends uh, Kalani to the outside, but she lands on both of those two as they were eliminated. But technically, Kalani doesn't hit the floor, so she like climbs onto the commentary desk and doing all the Kofi Kingston spots here because first she like skims the cat like twice and then gets sent flying. So she's on the desk and we started watching the NXT on the WWE network uh, using a VPN and um, we don't see picture in picture anymore actually. Mm. And so when we came back, they had to like recap that she, you know, made her way. the barricade, jumped onto the step. Pretty impressive. I mean, this match is the audition for which NXT women's yeah. roster member are going to be on the I'd Royal Rumble. I'd pick her, yeah. I'd easily pick her. I I thought her promo, I didn't mention it, but I thought her promo earlier was bad. About unlocking doors? Yeah, she sounded very wooden, I thought. Well, she was very impressive with her this was great. in-ring yeah, skills. Yeah, the, the talking not so much, but yeah, this was great. Uh, Stevie Turner is in there. She's thrown out by Fallon Henley. Uh, Lopez saves Lola, but then Lola like throws... Sorry, I think it's Tanner, this like gym girl. Again, there's a lot of new people. Uh, she's thrown out, and then Lola turns on Electra Lopez, her own friend, throws her out of the ring, but then it's... Now, this wasn't smart, because she should have kept her friend until later. towards the end. There were still so many people here. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like her. Paxley, so... who then throws Lola exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> Very stupid. So Lola and, and Electra then have a moment, and they start to physically fight. So it seems like that pairing is done. I'm surprised they've ended it so quickly. Especially, I guess, after lost tonight in the tag match. Yeah, that... like they teased, you know, last week Lyra saying, oh, you're not going to... She won't be cashing that in for a tag match or whatever. Yeah. But surprised they've ended it so quickly. 
Gigi and Blair are on the apron. Now this annoyed me. Gigi has a move where she ties the arms into the ropes and yeah. drop kicks you. It's a battle royal. It's so Blair is I you exactly saved her. She her saved hands her. Were holding onto the ropes. She's already she holding. Do was like kick her. Stamp on the hand. Do the drop kick. And you would have eliminated her. Instead, yeah. you tangled her I, up I in the ropes. I thought exactly the same it just, thing. It just didn't make any sense. So I was a little like, what? That's bizarre. Uh, and then when Blair throws Gigi out after not being eliminated by her, we see Carmen Petrovic does this pretty impressive looking kick. The, the kick from the chick from the six. The new chick from the six. Yeah. With the kick here, sending Blair out. But this pisses her off. So even though she's eliminated, she grabs... Uh, Carmen and nails her with the her her Kamigoye finisher and then rolls her back in the ring and she's just laid out there for a long time completely KO'd yeah one should have checked on her after a couple of minutes so she's been there for a while as like the match continues we see Lash and Paxley are fighting it Ariana Grace keeps trying to like hide from people and then notices no it was she was trying to eliminate people but she wasn't able yeah. to so she'd go to one corner and it's like on the games yeah. where you're bashing and she couldn't lift them so she was getting frustrated because she'd given herself that all that pep talk and she's useless yeah. can't eliminate she can't do anything so she looks over and sees Carmen who's like completely KO'd picks her up and then eliminates her and then acts as if she's like won the match yeah. celebrating in the ring which was pretty funny and then as she's celebrating she gets thrown out by uh, was it Thea Hale I think throws her out as they go to commercial when we come back Thea's on fire hitting all sorts of different moves Izzy Dame is in there with Kiana who's basically her her diesel as her security guard keeps kind of protecting her and beating up everyone um, eventually Izzy catches Thea and throws her out of there Perez and Fallon throw out Izzy Dame which then leads to that there's four of them but then in comes Bridge St. Clair I forget who Rochelle St. Clair Rochelle St. Clair oh man I was way off anyway she's in the match wearing a kind of denim Nikos Rikos kind of thing like a one leg half Nikos Rikos half yeah half Britney Spears yeah Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake at the MTV videos in like 1999 or whatever Like the denim on denim? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not know who this person was. And she gets thrown out. So now the four-way starts. So I did not understand that that was the way to somewhat showcase that this was the person taking Cora's place. It was very strange because... They gave her a featured spot, didn't they? Yeah. She got a big elimination. She was there right at the end. I think you you maybe should have explained, given her some promo time earlier, like saying like, yeah, I took Cora's spot mm. or something. But I felt like I missed something from this. I was like, oh, OK. Um, maybe we did. I don't know. Our Internet's been wonky. So <laughs> never know. So now it's a four way. And these four are in a, just a regular match where last pinfall to a finish here. Roxanne, Fallon, Kalani and Ren St. Clair. Ren St. Clair. According to Darius. OK, thank Thanks, you. Darius. Uh, so we got, um, yeah, it's Kiana James, Kalani Jordan, Fallon Henley, and Roxanne Perez here in the Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Kalani is on fire, hits this huge moonsault to the outside, taking out Kiana and Izzy Dame, who's still there for her, her, her girl. Uh, there's then Roxy and Kalani in the ring, and this was pretty great with the different pinning combinations between the, the two of them countering each other. Very impressive, especially for Kalani. Like, we know Roxanne is, is good, but Kalani's still... Like, new here, very impressive. Eventually, Fallon's in with this, like, flipping neckbreaker and blockbusters. Uh, Kiana comes in with the 401k 
There's a Pop Rocks blocked. There's a Rana from Roxy into a Frog Splash from Kalani that's broken up. There's then the Shining Wizard on Kiana sending her to the outside. But then it's Pop Rocks on Kalani to win the whole thing. Roxanne Perez is going to Vengeance Day to face Lyra Valkyria. I was thinking, so Izzy Dane pulls Kiana out the way yeah. from the uh, one-of-a-kind moonsault from Kiana, uh, from Kalani. Why didn't Izzy Dane then go in and break the So pin? it did show the replay that they were, like, trying to. That right. they were, okay. like, just laid on it. But I was exactly thinking, like, wait, why would she do that and then not stop the match when she's like, not involved? Yeah. Yeah, it did show the replay that they were like, oh, what? Oh, no. And then, but really, they were probably watching the whole damn thing. Yeah, you're right there. (laughs) It's not like you you just pulled them out of the way. Uh, You know what? I thought the the final four was really good, actually. Uh, Definitely the 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 four of the, the four best women in this battle royal, they kept to the end. But I think NXT, whoever's the producers for these multi-person matches, do a really good job. The pacing's always excellent. There are always some really exciting near falls and breakups. They've just really got the formula down well. I, I think back to quite a few of these four ways or fatal five ways we had last year in NXT. They were always excellent, I thought. And I thought the final four here did really well as well. Even And it was only they had, what, five minutes, basically, when it was the final four? Yeah. All got their stuff in, some really like fun sequences or finishes and near falls. Uh, I thought it was a, a pretty good job at the end. Yeah. And I, rocks versus Lyra should be great. Yeah. They're, they're playing up on Lyra comes out at the end. They stare at each other. They play up that Roxy never really lost the title kind of sort yeah. of, I mean, she kind of did cause she was in the match, right? The ladder match. Wasn't so it? you still did lose it, but yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> pinned ever for everything. Yeah, so. Exactly. So I do think that is the best choice for the yeah, pay-per-view. I wonder where they're going with Roxy. Cause I, I must admit, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Roxanne Perez. I really like her, her wrestling and stuff, but I think she's been quite irritating recently. Her character like has found this sort of bit of an edge to her, but I found her quite annoying and Lyra is quite popular right now. So I wonder if we're going to see Roxanne lean a bit more heel for this feud or whether we just go purely to baby faces. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Does Lola insert herself? I'd rather see the singles match. Lola can do the cash in. I know we just did a cash in angle, but she will eventually have to somewhat cash that yeah. in. And maybe they wait on that. So we kind of forget that that's yeah. how that works. And she's still improving, but she could be a big star for WWE still. But yeah, I'd say Lyra Roxy as the match for the Vengeance Day, like has the best, that's the best match that we'll get out of any of these others. But you know what? Like, you know, kind of not knowing a lot of these people's names because they're new. I'd say this match was not bad for for like what it is. Like we're no, joking, I, I agree. Uh, joking that it's a, a battle royal, like Royal Rumble t- taste tester because that's literally in a few they, weeks. They they've done this. Yeah, before. they've done it a they few have times. A battle royal yeah. around this time in NXT. It's not just randomly and put it's here. Usually yeah, the women because I think there's more slots to fill for the women, whereas sure. the men's are pretty full. Yeah, already. But we have seen this before, like. Caden Carter, uh, uh, sorry, Katana Chance, Katana Chance we'll do yeah. something on this, yeah. and then we'll do it again. Okay, so Kalani should be in the Rumble after the showing in this match? I'd imagine so. That'd be pretty crazy. She's really young, one of their newest stars. Kalani would be good, or, you know, Ariana Grace has the character for a comedy spot. 
yeah. in the Rumble. That could work as well. Like, who who impressed out of this? I'd say Kalani. Grace with that comedy spot was pretty funny as well. So, yeah, those were the two standouts. Obviously, Roxy winning it. Is our truth be- going to show up thinking it's the, the men's? <laughs> That'd be funny, yeah. You know, I can see our truth coming out and, like, J.D. McDonough or whatever being down in the ring. And he re- makes his entrance and just stands on the apron and is like, tag me. Right. Leads out for the tag. <laughs> and then wins the Rumble. And then wins the Rumble. But yeah, I-, I imagine we do see some NXT talent in the Rumble matches. And this was a bit of a tryout. But there were some standouts. We could see a call-ups as well, perhaps. It's a weird time to do it I on wouldn't, like yeah. Mania build. Uh, unless you attach someone with, with yeah. another character. But uh, yeah, I could see maybe Tiffany in the Rumble. Oh yeah, you know she has been featured on Raw. She wasn't in this match. Yeah, she wasn't on this. She was missing. Yeah, so I wonder. She's still on the farm. I guess. Yeah, I I mean, you would expect her to have a match at the pay per view as well. So, considering the run she's been on, yeah. So, so maybe for her and Fallon one more time, or a tag team. Pen match. I guess tag teams doesn't matter because we don't. Yeah, they don't need tag teams. But hog pen match. Oh, interesting. I wouldn't mind. Where is this pay per view? Tennessee. What? I think so. Is Vengeance it, Day? Is it I think so. You go? Yeah, let's do it. Is it cold there too? A, a little Tennessee? Bit. It gets I cold think it's there now. Be cold everywhere now. I mean, it yeah. won't be as cold there as it is yeah. here. No. All right. Well, that was NXT. Yeah. A, a, a bit of a mixed bag. Not my favorite episode, but there still was some good wrestling. There were some moments that popped me. There were some moments that made me groan. But uh, Braun Breaker and, dare I say, Baron Corbin as the a holes, definitely pretty funny. Specifically, Braun in this episode was. Very funny for me. I, they're really working, and yeah. I think it's the possibly the best thing Corbin's ever done. <laughs> ever. I think this, <laughs> finally, he's found something that works, and it's yeah. this team. And uh, I think they're going to win the whole thing. Yes, uh, or Trick and Mellow are going to win the whole thing. I still am enjoying. They've gotten, they got to get back on track with the Trick and Mellow, now announcing that he's got the two matches at the pay-per-view. Yeah. I think that means in for, again, a, a turn, a swerve of some kind there. But yeah, uh, a bit of a mixed bag. I'd say maybe my favorite wrestling was the opening tag match. Uh, uh, but no, the, the Battle Royal was good, no, too. No, I, I, I think I enjoyed the LWO Oh, right. Yeah, that was pretty good, too. Well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, actually, I, I probably didn't say the main event. The final yeah. four were, were good. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. We have some feedback here from Manny from Pacoima who writes in, join the Facebook group, search Poison Rana on Facebook and join the group. Manny from Pacoima writes in, adding a four-way to conclude the Battle Royal was an excellent choice. All four competitors gave it their all, making the match chaotic with each competitor giving their hardest hits. Roxanne versus Lyro is going to be a show stealer. The reign of Prince Oba begins as a dragon looks to conquer Femi's kingdom. The semis look stacked, and I'm sure all those matches will deliver. So he's definitely excited for what they've uh, been doing. We go to Magan, who says, The women's battle royal spawned a story or two with Lola and Electra going to blows. It made no sense for Lola to be in this battle royal since she has the breakout shot. Not necessarily. Remember, Seth Rollins had the briefcase and still challenged for the title at the Rumble. Always have a plan B, you know? Right, yeah. Because you can cash in whenever. Yeah. It's just another shot. Yeah. It's like an extra life, having two lives, you know? Um, anyway, and when it got down to Henley, Perez, James, and Jordan, it cooked, and we got a big title match that could be Roxy's swan song for an NXT. Elsewhere, Trick, Dub, might, booked, uh, might bookend Vengeance Day now that his title shot is booked for the main event, and it puts him between a mad dragon and a mellow place. I smell heartbreak. 
NXT has to slow down on tournaments after the inevitable women's Dusty. It's becoming a crutch. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Manny. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday on the road to Vengeance Day. I mean, we got about uh, less than two weeks away for the Royal Rumble. I'm sure we'll be seeing some NXT people in both those matches. Um, and and then, yeah, just a little bit after that, a, a rare Sunday NXT pay-per-view with Vengeance Day. So be our Vengeance Day pals. And uh, we'll be going live after that as well uh, over here on the post feed. So tune in for that on a Sunday. I imagine we won't go live during the day for Poison Rana and just go live on the Sunday yeah. night. So look forward to that down the line. If we get Mellow Trick, the finals of the Dusty Classic, plus Lyra, Roxy, that's that's sounding like a pretty good trick. Trick Ilya needs to happen and definitely will be a big thing and the whole turn and everything. But uh, maybe, yeah, what else would you add to that? The North American title match, Dragon Lee. Dragon Oba. Lee over Femi. Yeah. He's going to say, no open challenges, please. Von da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Briggs needs something to do. Where is Brooks Jensen? What's going on with Brooks? Uh, we saw him last week. But we need, like, he hasn't been wrestling ever uh, since. It's just been a couple of weeks. He'll be back. Hopefully. I hope he's Post all right. Post a picture of him in his trunks. Send him to all Japan. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Do it, Sean. Sean Michaels. Send Sean, this is your homework, Sean. Send Brooks Jensen to All Japan Pro Wrestling and answer Lola Vice's sister's phone calls. Yes. There you go. Uh, thank you everyone for listening to us here on Up Next. Appreciate all the support. Check out poisonrana.ca for the links of everything else that we do, all the podcasts on our free feed, all the Patreon shows, everything on our YouTube, all over the place. Search Poison Rana and any social media thing at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram to follow and keep up to date with everything that we do. We super appreciate all of you and uh, we'll be back. I think we'll go live on Sunday, chat about whatever's going on in the world of wrestling. Yeah, Probably sure. more Rumble Talk and SmackDown Dynamite. Collision. Yeah, there'll be some stuff to there'll talk be about. Stuff. There's, There's always, always stuff. Yeah, the Vince McMahon doc being announced, sort of, yep. kind of. There's always stuff to talk about. So appreciate all the people out there listening. I myself, Brain Harrington. You can find me Twitter, Instagram at the Bray D, and you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I love you, you wolf dog. Ahoy! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.